thanks to today's podcast sponsor, Amazon. Amazon knows small businesses have many options when deciding how and where to sell their products. Amazon works hard to be the best partner to help drive their success, like investing over $30 billion in logistics, tools, and programs to foster their growth. Because when small businesses thrive, customers benefit from the products and services they offer. You're bringing it. You're responsible for it. You're either responsible for attracting it, keeping it, or consistently getting that result. People want to think that there's this happy end result, this destination, this place that they're going to achieve, and they're going to have this amazing mindset. No, I mean, you know, we're always working on it. There's always the next level. It's never done. But if you look around, again, at your reality, you don't like something, something's pissing you off, you don't have great relationships, your business isn't going where you want it to. Mindset, you, thoughts, done. Ending small business failure. Welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with the number one small business expert, Melinda Emerson. Melinda's goal is to end small business failure, and she'll give you the information you need to succeed and live the life you dream of. Now, here's the small biz lady herself, Melinda Emerson. Hi, everybody. I'm Melinda Emerson, small biz lady, America's number one small business expert. And I'm excited to welcome you to the Small Biz Chat podcast. I'm very excited about today's show. The mission of the Small Biz Chat podcast is to end small business failure. We are a peer-to-peer interview show that gives small business owners a way to get invaluable business advice. So let me introduce my guest. She is what we call a recovering attorney turned entrepreneur. Her name is Kirsten Franklin, and she's a life and business coach and founder. And she's also a coach who works with everyone from C-suite executives to professional athletes and small business owners. She's helped over 1,000 individuals to date, and she's known for helping her clients achieve rapid success. To learn more, log on to KirstenFranklin.com. Kirsten, welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast. Hey, Melinda, nice to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, gosh, I'm excited to have this conversation. But first, I want to know, how does one go from being a recovering attorney to deciding to become a business coach? I got to hear this story. You know, it was one of those things where passion just met opportunity. So I have been all about psychology, listening to Tony Robbins since like the 90s. And it was just my passion uh, to, you know, really understand self-development, psychology, behavioral science. And I took that into my practice as a lawyer, right? Really kind of understanding what are people saying when they're not really saying it? How can I understand where they're coming from so I can understand what they're trying to convey, right? In depositions and trials. And when I left the practice of law and opened up a legal recruiting company where I was working with law partners, it just merged. Whatever our personal conversations ended up in, it resulted in better marriages, kids loving their parents again, better business. And I realized like, wait a second, there's a business opportunity here. And I like it so much more than legal recruiting. (laughs) (laughs) I hear that. Well, you know, it's like, you got to be careful what you wish for, right? Because you just might get it. Like you get your dream job and you're like, this ain't it. You know, that's what happened to me. So I get it. Tell me, how can our mindset affect our business success? Well, I'm going to tell you that your mindset affects everything. If everyone listening just takes a look around at your reality, if there's something you don't like, I guarantee it's because you have a certain mindset that is producing that result. So if you are looking for business success, it's really about the language in your head, your definitions. Uh, how you're perceiving the world. It's all of that. So 
what is the difference between sort of like a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset? Yeah, it's a great question. You know, Carol Dweck really defined that. And just in simple terms, you know, if you want to think of fixed mindset is like almost like you're genetically coded and say you're only going to learn up to algebra, but you're never going to learn trigonometry because it's just not possible. It's fixed. The most you're ever going to learn is algebra. That's a fixed mindset. You're never going to be the business person, even if you want to, because it's not genetically coded into you right? Where growth mindset, it's just anything po- is, is possible. There's limitlessness and, and you can do whatever you want. And it's just a matter of having your mindset back you up and actually achieving that with your drive and consistency. How important though, is our skill of being able to reflect in terms of keeping a healthy mindset? It's extremely important. So I, you know, really go through a, a three-step process when it comes to mindset. And the very first thing is awareness. And in order for you to really develop that awareness in order to effectuate change that you're looking to make, um, there's a lot of reflection. Why did I do that? Why did I think that? What's going on here? Where was I coming from? And a lot of stepping back, you know, I, I hate to sound like I'm sure a lot of people here have heard, but a large majority of this is put into you before the age of seven. You know, they say how you're a little sponge. Well, you're actually in a semi-hypnotic state. What's not fair about that is you have no frame of reference, right? How do you know if this is good or bad or, you know, a perfect example, kids of divorced parents, they felt that their infiniteness wasn't good enough because they couldn't fix a relationship, but that's a perception based at an age where they think they can fix everything, that they're all powerful beings, right? They don't know yet that these two adults have their own issues, <laughs> right? But that goes with them for the rest of their lives. And that affects how they see the world and interpret the data from that point forward. Mm. Well, how do we know if we have mindset issues, right? Is it just like, is it like I look at my bank account and I see my bank account is not what I wanted to be. So I must have a mindset issue about money. Like, like literally, is it that? Or like, how do I know if I'm the problem? <laughs> how do I know? Oh, we're always the problem. You are the only common denominator in your reality. So if there is something that you don't like, girl, you're bringing it. You're bringing it. You're responsible for it. You're either responsible for attracting it, keeping it, or consistently getting that result, period, done. People want to think that there's this happy end result, this destination, this place that they're going to achieve, and they're going to have this amazing mindset. No, I mean, you know, we're always working on it. There's always the next level. It's never done. But if you look around, again, at your reality, you don't like something, something's pissing you off, you don't have great relationships, your business isn't going where you want it to, mindset, you, thoughts, done. Okay, so all these dingbat weirdos and man boys that I keep dating, you're saying that is me. Like it's not like it's like I- yes. Okay, girl, let's break that down. Let's Ooh. break that down. <laughs> yes. No, no let's because... not. I just I just wanted to say like, like okay, like, no. it's me. Yes. <laughs> it's yep. me. Okay. All right, but let, let's get this back to business. I want to. <laughs> so how do you say like, is it important to integrate the word yet? when you're trying to change your own mindset or like how does your vocabulary affect because I I know like for years I've heard you know we have to watch our self-talk you know because we are so hard on ourselves right you're so stupid how could you make that decision ah, you know like we do all this bad stuff to ourselves but mm-hmm. there how do we make that shift and, and is there words are there power words we need to start using to fix some of that Yeah. So I love, love, love this question. So first and foremost, your words are absolutely important. 
your self-talk is everything. And in fact, that's reflective of your mindset, which comes into the being aware. The best part about mindset is I get this all the time. I know what I think. I'm amazing. I, I like, I'm going to totally rock this business. Really? That's funny. You failed 15 times. Why are you paying me $50,000 to talk to me? You, you obviously know something's up. The reality is, is we don't always know what we're saying. And here's the truth. You cannot have an emotion without first having a thought. It's so automated that sometimes we don't know what that thought is. You ever just go through your day and at the end of the day, you're like, oh yeah, whatever, I'm over it. Kind of don't know why you're feeling blah. Well, because the language in your head is causing you to feel that way. So that is why awareness is key. And that is why language is important. And first of all, what you say is indicative of what you're truly thinking, even if you're saying it in jest. Okay, just just be aware of that, because a lot of times, especially for women, we'll say in that kind of negative, jokey kind of way, like, oh, I'm such an idiot. I made that left turn again. But what you're really saying is, damn, I made that left turn again. Like, what's wrong with me? But you think you're saying it in this light, funny way. But no, it's indicative of what you're really thinking. So your language matters. And really, basically, you know, if anybody hasn't heard of this, there's the thing called reframing. So if you are aware of what you're saying, you can write that down. And then really think about how you would like to restate that in the positive, right? And you just can drill that in. I've done this when I was, you know, walking my daughter to school. All I ever wanted to do, be that mom, walk her to school, drop her off, pick her up. Got super, super like aggravated at one point. Like, oh my God, I can't believe I have to do this. If I didn't have to walk you to school, I'd be at this meeting. I'd be like, that's a half million dollar deal. Like, what am I doing, right? All because of the language in my head. But I changed it to, I get to. And I had to shove that down my throat every second. Oh, the second it crept in my head, oh my God, I get to, I get to. And what I really do is feel it. Like, actually, I get to. I'm alive. I have the ability, the money, the time. That deal doesn't really matter in the bigger picture. And I, I get to, I get to. All of a sudden, even to this day, that was when my daughter was four years old. My daughter's now 13. Morning walks, morning trips to school and back. Best time ever. Love it. Love it. I, I think that's really, um, that's really important. So. When we think about this, you know, how can we embrace our failures to boost our mindset? Because I do think we have to own failures, right? We can't pretend like failures didn't happen. Yeah. 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 So first of all, failure, it's like language. How are you defining that? Why is it so impactful? Why is it so painful if you're trying to avoid the word failure or feel like a quote failure, right? It's again, a reframing of the mindset, the definition, the story that you tell yourself around the word failure, right? When you reframe that and you're like, no, I failed again. This is awesome. Look what I learned, (laughs) right? It's a reframing, you know? And, And when you can reframe that, you can really see it for what it is. It's an action that got a result. Did it get the result that you were hoping it would get? No, but what did you learn from it? And move on. Love it. Love it. This is so interesting and impactful. Tell me something. What is the best business advice you've ever been given? Oh, man, don't take things so seriously. Can you imagine? Here I am, this competitive cheerleader, equestrian athlete, you know, uh, building businesses. And I was determined that it was going to go down this way. It's going to look this way. It's going to have this result. I know for a fact, if I engage in X, Y, Z consistently, persistently, I'm going to get this result. And when it didn't happen, the failure, uh, I had a mentor that was like, no, dude, let go. Like it's, it's always a SHIT show. 
It's never going to be what you think it is. Let go of it. Relax. You know, yes, you still have to be consistent. Yes, you still have to be driven, but don't hold so tight on the result you have to get, right? Be a little bit more fluid. Let go. Well, and I think that's indicative of entrepreneurship anyway. Like you got to be flexible. You can't yeah. love with your idea or your customers because both of those things can lead, right? So you got to yeah. make sure that Data. you- Grow with the punches and you're supposed to grow, right? You mm-hmm. have to grow yourself to grow your business. Kirsten, thank you so much for being here. That is so, so helpful. All right, Kirsten, what's your favorite podcast? Life on Fire podcast. Ah, that's a good one. That's a very good one. All right. Kirsten, what's your favorite business app? All right, I'm gonna, it's a CRM and it's an app. I'm going to say HubSpot, HubSpot, the whole suite, marketing and everything. All right, all right. Favorite old school marketing tip? I don't even know. Okay, old school marketing tip. Subject lines. How important subject lines are. Subject lines, very important. Email marketing, subject lines, very important. Kirsten, what's your favorite business book? All right, you guys are going to hate me since I play in a little bit of a more founder space, but this book called Deal Terms by Alex something. Do you guys, I don't know if you know how Wildermig, Wilder, something like that, but uh, if you need to know the basics of... Notes, negotiations, venture capital, angel, you know, all that uh, deal terms is a, is a good one. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me. The mission of the Small Biz Chat podcast is to end small business failure. And I want to leave you with this. You never lose in business. Either you win or you learn. Happy holidays, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Small Biz Chat podcast with Belinda Emerson. For more resources and small business success strategies, visit succeedasyourownboss.com. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and join us next Wednesday.